Are you a college athlete? Are you someone that wants to be a college athlete? Maybe you're someone that was a college athlete. Maybe you're someone that just loves watching college sports. The point that I'm trying to make here is that this episode is about college athletics. And no matter who you are, you need to listen. Matt Williams, Clemson grad and Athletes in Action team leader in Indianapolis, Indiana, comes on the show today to talk about Christianity in college athletics. Being a college student is hard. Being a college athlete is even harder. And being a Christian college athlete could be one of the hardest things that you ever do as an athlete. So how do we navigate that? Well, Matt gives great advice for all college athletes out there, past, present, and future, about how to live out and stick out for God on our teams, in the classroom, no matter where we go as college students. So get ready because Matt gives everyone out there ways in which to do this and even examples from his life that apply directly to living out what God has planned for us. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Competing for Christ podcast. I'm your host, Ken Burke, and today we have on Matt Williams. Matt, thank you so much for joining me today, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Glad to be part of this. For those uh, for those people that are listening today, I obviously, I've had the pleasure of serving a little bit with you uh, with Athletes in Action and working with you in Indy for a couple months now. And I think I just wanted to have you on because, you know, I've heard a couple, a little bit of, of your testimony uh, in the way that you connect faith and sports is just, it's inspiring to me. Um, so I think having you on will definitely inspire people that listen. With that being said, what inspired you uh, to start your work with Athletes in Action? Yeah, man. I mean, that's uh, a really long story, but um, the short of it is that a lot of my journey was involved athletic sports and grew up in church, but there was a pretty big gap between I would call my faith life and, you know, the other parts of my life, including my, my athletics and sports. And so over the years, as, you know, I came to know Christ in college and just in a more personal way and, and kind of walking with him, um, you know, over time, I wanted to also look into, you know, what does that mean to incorporate my faith into my, into my sport in, on a very real level, a very practical level. And, um, you know, I didn't really have that guidance um, through high school. And then, you know, well, on into college, I, I kind of had to medically retire for some different reasons. And so, you know, going through some hardship there. And so I didn't really have that guidance myself. Um, you know, thankfully, I, I learned a lot in my faith. And then over time, I kind of see how or saw how that, you know, can be implemented into area, every area of life. But um, I guess really to your question, you know, what sparked or encouraged me to pursue it is, you know, not having it for myself growing up. Um, and so wanting to be wanting to be that resource, wanting to be that guide for someone else as they're coming along. I, I would love if you just take me through how you an, ended up in Indy, because I, you told me that story. It's a really cool story. Uh, kind of just, a, you know, a God story, if you will. But I love it if you just share that with people listening. Yeah. You know, um, I'm originally from South Carolina. Grew up down there, you know, consider myself a Southern boy at heart. 
Went to Clemson University, was there for five years, and that's where I really came to know Christ, like I mentioned, in a personal way, through the ministry of crew or uh, Campus Crusade for Christ is what, you know, some maybe the older crowd would know that by. And then went overseas for a year right after school with crew in Central Europe and kind of been a number of different places, uh, ended up living in California for five years uh, and, and doing ministry at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. And that's when I was there is how I got uh, more exposed or, or uh, you know, started to get more involved with Athletes in Action, which is what I work with now because Athletes in Action or, or AIA, we exist kind of underneath the umbrella of crew. And so when I met my now wife, and that's a whole crazy story, um, actually had come to Indianapolis for a week-long conference in March, and there was snow on the ground, and I remember, I remember thinking, what is this? You know, I mean, at the like I said, I'm from the south, and at the time I was living in California, and I you know flew back out, and I thought, oh, that was great, you know, see you later, never, Indy. Um, and then a couple months later, I ended up meeting my now wife, and she that you know was moving here, and so about a year later, I ended up moving to Indianapolis. Um, so yeah, you just never know where the Lord it might take you. Yeah, that is, that's so funny and so crazy. And I, I love it every time you tell that. And yeah, that's the, that's the reason I wore my butler hat today because, you know, got to represent Indy because, you know, we love it up here in the, in the freezing cold sometimes. But <laughs> <laughs> anyways, in your experience, obviously you've been working with Athletes in Action for a while now. What have you learned about how Jesus uses athletics to spread his glory and spread the gospel? Man, there's so many, so many things I could say about that, but, you know, just at a foundational level, man, the Lord can use anything to spread his glory. <laughs> you know, he, he uses bad things. He says that specifically in Romans eight twenty eight. You know, he, he works all things together for the good of those who are called according to his purposes. Um, and so I do think that, that in the context of sports, there's an opportunity for, especially amongst athletes themselves, that sport can be this tool that God can use to kind of open up or expose maybe what's going on in your heart. And, um, you know, if you are a Christ follower, that becomes an opportunity for really discipleship and kind of the process of sanctification, right? So, man, if, if I could actually use, I tell this to, to college athletes all the time, like, what, what if... You sort of reframe it for him. Like, what if you could actually, all the, you know, the 40 plus hours a week you spend and invest into your sport, what if that was also being used for your spiritual growth? Um, you know, often the thinking is, you know, sort of compartmentalized, you know, this is my sport life, social, school, you know, and, and then it's like, oh, I got, maybe I'll have a couple hours a week for God or for church or something like that. And so we want to help them to think, no, 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 wait a minute. You know, first of all, what if God owns it all, right? And so sport can become a vehicle through which you can experience growth, but holistic growth. And so that incorporates the physical, the mental, and then the spiritual as well. So yeah, I think it, God can use sports as a tool, especially when you, when you lose, you know, and, or you fall short, which happens a lot, you know, um, that can be, if you let it, 
it can be an opportunity that you know you're more open or you're more apt to be teachable and to be thinking about you know how can I grow and that includes you know your spiritual growth I feel like there's so many people out there that they do compartmentalize their faith especially as a, as an athlete because I mean I was one of those people that when I stepped on the field it was you know it was all about me it was all about my sports it was all about how I did not how God uses me through that so obviously to glorify him but also you know to play for him too you obviously said that you struggle with that too was there ever a moment that you like said enough's enough like I cannot I have to stop compartmentalizing that you know it's it's kind of interesting man because for me the journey was um didn't quite unfold how I thought it was or how I thought it would right you know I wanted to I played a couple different sports uh wrestling was kind of my main sport and you know had aspirations to compete on the on the college level and um had to stop that pursuit because of just physical health reasons. And so that was really hard for me. Um, it kind of led to about 18 months of uh, really, really reevaluating who am I? What's my identity? Uh, where do I get my worth? Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I guess to, to your question, you know, kind of enough's enough <laughs> was um, my sophomore year of college. Man, there was just a lot going on in my life. A lot of, a lot of deep sand. A lot of depression. Um, I didn't know it then, but you know, I look back now and realize I was really depressed. And so, yeah, it was actually October nineteenth of um, twenty. Shoot, you're gonna make me do the math. Um, Two thousand and three. <laughs> so almost, tw- almost twenty wow. years ago, bro um wow yeah october 19th i believe either 17th or 19th i can't remember but of 2003 and um there was a lot leading up to that moment but you know just really felt broken over my sin um broken over just kind of feeling desperate feeling stuck and so i I would i would call that the moment that you know my, my spiritual birth my spiritual birthday you know where i really fully surrendered to Christ. Um, and, you know, even did, did that with, honestly, didn't really know the half of what that meant, (laughs) you know, it was like, okay, God, like, I'm just kind of tired and I'm done with trying to lead my own life. And, um, like I said, athletics in terms of like competing on a high level were done for me at that point. Um, but over that pro in, in that process, you know, God also, showed me that you know i i'd used athletics for years to to gain my worth and my identity and so he had actually kind of removed it from my life to show me you know my need for him so yeah it's a little bit of the process for me college it seems like for a lot of college athletes they they figure that's when god really plants i don't know if he plants the seed or like they start to figure it out where you know, sports isn't everything. It shouldn't be everything in our lives. And it shouldn't be, we shouldn't have it as the main source of our identity. That's really why I wanted to bring you on today. It was because you work with Christian college athletes literally every day. This is the, that is your job too. And freshmen through seniors, how, how do you preach to them? How do you preach to Christian college athletes? 
how to be a light in the classroom and on their teams and on the field or wherever they go? One of the things we talk about a lot is, in fact, just last week I taught on this at our large groups about what does it look like to be an ambassador for Christ? Um, you know, that comes out of Second Corinthians 5, um, specifically verse 20, you know, that we've been reconciled to God through Christ, um, you know, and that it's a gift. And that God's also entrusted the message of reconciliation to us. And so we're, we get to be ambassadors for Christ and that we're urging other people to come to Christ, you know, and be reconciled to God. And that all that really is a privilege. Um, you know, God didn't have to entrust that to us, but he does, you know, and he, he works, he works through um, broken people mm. to, to share that good news with others. And so I think just, just at a foundational level, you know, um, that we talk about that a lot about you can be an ambassador for Christ, uh, every day, you know, it doesn't have to be this, um, one-time thing or, you know, obviously inviting people to church, inviting them to a Bible study, a chapel, something along those lines. That's great. You know, um, but I think especially in, um, the, the U S and maybe kind of in a Western context, we tend to think of, um, you know, that, Hey, if I'm going to reach out to someone or, or do evangelism per se, that it, it really kind of means, Oh, I'm going to invite them to come to an outreach or come to church or, you know, come to club or whatever you want to call it. Right. Like whatever thing is happening, sort of event is happening and God uses those things. Right. Um, but I also, I think just as powerful, if not more powerful, is this idea of what does it look like for me as a Christ follower, as an ambassador, at really as a missionary, like to have have this missionary mindset that as I go, right? So as I'm in the weight room, as I'm on the field, as I'm you know on the bus or in study hall or whatever, right? That that I'm just looking like I have my radar up for opportunities to engage people on a deeper level, you know, with, with where they're at and what they're thinking, how they're feeling and looking for open doors to share the hope that I have within me. Um, that is Christ. So yeah, I think it's more just a mindset and like a mentality of how you live kind of, I guess a lifestyle, if you will. Um, and we just, yeah, we, we teach that a lot and, uh, we do give some, sort of practical training and things around that, you know, how to, how to have, uh, spiritual conversations that are, you know, winsome and warm and there's space for people to, to just wonder out loud and be curious and not have to press, you know, uh, like we're not the, we're not the ministry that's like yeah. going to go out on the street corner and like with the bullhorn and, you know, get after people like, and I'm not saying that's wrong per se, but it's just, that's not like kind of what God has called us to like, he's called us to more sort of, I guess like the, maybe the kind of the buzzword is like the incarnational ministry, right? Like just being the, being the hands and feet of Christ to people um, and using your words too. Like you got to use your words, you know, like scripture is clear on um, that those that God has sent those to preach good news. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit of how we think about it. How, what is the first step? for for those athletes for those college students that want to they want to get involved they want to share the gospel that Jesus has provided us what's the first step for them 
you know, really the first step is, I believe, understanding, I guess you would call it your testimony, you know, understanding your own journey. How, how has God brought you to the, to where you are now? Mm. Um, and understanding, you know, I've, I've heard it kind of put, and I think this is a good sort of framework, is you know, what was your life like before coming to Christ, knowing Christ? Um, what does it mean to actually come to Christ? So that's, a, that's you know, what is the gospel? And then what does your life look like after coming to Christ, you know? And being being honest about um, that maybe the things you're still struggling with, you know, appropriately, right? Um, being honest about the ways that God's still working on you, but also rejoicing in, you know, hey, I was one way, now I'm another, you know, and I was addicted to this, and now I'm seeing victory over that thing, um, you know, hey, I, I I used to every single play, every single practice, you know, depending on how it went. Dictated my day. The entire rest of my day was dictated by how one, you know, two-hour practice went. But now, you know, like I care. I still care about my sport. I want to do well, but it doesn't, you know, define me, right? So, yeah, I think getting clear on your testimony, your story, is really, really helpful. Um, and that's some of what we do to your, you know, your earlier question, like how do we help those athletes to be light? is we do help them on a practical level to actually sit down and cuz that's that's sometimes we just don't stop and really think about those things, right? Um just get very clear on like what was it what was it like for me, you know, the process. So and it can be intimidating sometimes, especially, you know, you're you're a freshman coming in and you're a Christian and you don't know anybody else as a Christian on your team. It can be really intimidating to try and live for Christ on a team that, you know, Maybe you don't know. Maybe there isn't another Christian on the team. What would you say for those freshmen that, you know, they come into these programs, but they don't know where to start? They don't know how to how to live out their Christian beliefs on the teams that, they, that they're in, because it's, it's so hard, especially as an underclassman. Some of it is, honestly, man, just being firm and committed in your own faith. Um. The biggest detriment I see for college athletes to trying to make an impact on their teammates is either like just living a double life or sort of being halfway in, halfway out. Um, and, and Or they kind of have this thought of like, well, I need to, you know, I need to kind of like really relate and connect with my teammates. And so like, I'm just going to kind of check my Christian self at the door and you know especially that freshman right where it's like man I'm the low man low woman on the totem pole now and so you know I got to get some respect I got to get some you know I got to fit in with the crowd right so it's like I think the temptation is man hey let me just check Jesus at the door and then let me let me work on for the next year or two being friends with these people you know and then maybe I'll sneak Jesus back in you know at some point um Versus like, I found it, you know, if, if you have, and it's risky, I get it, you know, like it's risky, right? But like, if you're upfront with people about like, no, I, I'm a Christ follower. That's, this is a, basically the, the cornerstone of who I am is that I, I follow Christ and worship him. Um, 
and and also with that you know yeah i'm not i'm not perfect i'm i'm, I'm growing i'm i'm trying to follow him more closely you know that, that kind of thing but to to be upfront about that and then to also be consistent with that in the way that you live the way you talk um, how you carry yourself i think really when when people see whether you're a freshman or senior when people see that you are serious and you're committed they will respect it um and they might they might not give you that respect right off the right off the go you know or um it might take some time right to really see that respect but i think when they see that people oh no like you're actually legit about this um they, they respect it. And I would encourage those listening to never waver on that. I think you brought up a really good point to stand firm, because if you waver, then people around you might keep pushing the boundary, keep pushing, you know, your faith um, in a way that shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't waver. You should stand firm in that, in your faith in Christ. How can athletes maintain, obviously athletes in action has a really good sense of community how can they maintain that community in their prayer life and friendships in in college when college is i mean to be honest it can be chaotic at some points you can be just barely surviving sometimes how can they maintain all of those things it's a lot um for sure but when you know, one of the things we talk about is and again i think i mentioned this earlier but um not thinking not thinking of it as like oh okay there's this piece of my life and then there's this piece and this piece and this piece. And then, you know, God is, is sort of one of those pieces or one of those compartments. Um, or a way we talk about it is like, I don't know, like when I grew up in elementary school, like we had the old school, like lunch trays, you know, and you'd walk through the lunch line and it had the little compartments, you know, and had the big compartment for the meat and then the potatoes and, you know, or whatever it was. Yep. Um, and so, sometimes we we think of ourselves like practically what happens for athletes is like the big compartment is their sport you know and it's like oh okay the majority of their focus and their time and their energy goes into the sport and then you know schools kind of you know they say they're a student athlete but oftentimes right it's like no school's kind of second place and then relationships and you know maybe a little bit of god in there but kind of the analogy goes that um or the illustration goes that like no what what if you understand that you know, biblically speaking, that like God is the one who sustains everything, sustains all of life, right? He's the creator. He's the one we worship. And so to, to you know, sort of a crude analogy, but like what if he's the lunch tray, right? Like he's the one that's holding everything up. Mm. Um, and then you have those pieces of your life, but not only is he the one that holds it and sustains it, um, he's the one that gives life to it. And that he's the one that gives meaning to it all. Um, and so that's, I think, a much better way to live and move through life is just that understanding of, like, God's the one who sustains it all. And he gives meaning to it all, especially. You know, especially we live in an age when there's a lot of anxiety around what's the what's the meaning of my life, what's the purpose of my life, you know, that kind of thing. Amen. Yeah, it's a really, really good advice. Matt, as we do start to wrap up today, I, I wanted to ask you one last question that I think it pertains to everybody that's listening, because I think everybody can compare themselves with others at times. 
um, especially in sports. You know, we look, we tend to look at others, other people's stats, other people, you know, wins and losses. But how can athletes turn their gaze, shift their gaze into looking at Christ and focusing on Christ instead of all the other things that come along? I think the best way to think about it is that your sport, along with really every everything else in life, you know, your family, your um, relationships, your major slash career, um, the money you make, you know, the breath in your body, the physical abilities you have to run and move and to jump and punch things and lift things, like all that stuff, right? Like all of that is a gift from God. And um, if I view... And this is this is uh, really what the, how the Christian should think of life, right? That everything we have as humans, whether you're Christian or non-Christian, really, um, everything we have as humans um, is a gift from God. And so, if it's a gift, one, I need, I should be grateful for it, right? I want to be grateful for it because it's a gift uh, that God's given me, and so I'm grateful for it. Two. If it's, you know, it's a gift, especially if it's something along the lines of, you know, like a talent, right? And sports falls right into this, right? That your ability to play your sport and to even have that physical ability to do it, the talent you've developed, the ultimately the worldview from a Christian perspective is that's a gift from God, right? And so uh, if it's a gift, I, I want to like, I want to manage it well, you know, like I want to, the biblical word for this is I want to steward it. You know, I want to be a good steward. I do want to see it increase, right? I want to get better at it. I want, um, I want others to uh, be lifted by my effort too, and you know, I want to excel. But ultimately, the reason why I want want to do better or excel uh, or grow in it is not so that I gain the praise, right? Um, I want to continue to to redirect that praise to God. Um, and just a, a kind of a constant acknowledgement of like, no, he's the one that's given me the ability to do this. And so, you know, as I'm giving him the praise, you know, in the process, I actually experience more joy and more contentment in life because I recognize that, you know, again, he's a creator, sustainer. He's given me life, but he's also given me, you know, these abilities I have to, to you know, pursue my sport. So I think that's a pretty practical way, you know, and when you have that mindset, it it does kind of help you to stay in that sort of, like you said, fixing your gaze or, you know, your thoughts um, on God. Wow. That's, that's a really great word, Matt. And, and I thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, it, it was so great to talk with you and just catch up a little bit and just, get, just pick your brain about th- this really important topic because... College athletics is, it's a crazy, crazy time. And being a Christian is probably even crazier. Um, but I truly, I truly hope this conversation impacts somebody. And I just really uh, respect all the work that you do with AIA. So thank you so much. You bet. Thank you. All right. Well, for all the listeners out there, we are finishing today's episode a little differently today. I want you listening, whoever you are, to send me a DM, an email, a text, carrier pigeon. I don't care. Send me a message on how you see God in sports today. This is going to be a new segment that we do on this podcast, and I don't care if you're a player, a coach, a parent, 
a referee, it does not matter. This new segment is going to highlight Christians in sport that see Jesus wherever they step on a field or whenever they watch a game. I think it's so important to see how God is working in sports every single day, and I think this is just one way of highlighting anyone that feels his presence in athletics. And this could be a story, an example, or maybe just a couple of sentences, and I will make sure to shout you out on the show along with your message. I will make sure to put my email and social information in the description, so make sure to please do that for us. But as always, please make sure to share this episode and subscribe to the show. It means more to me and more to us than you know. If you don't get anything else from this, just remember this. Jesus loves you, and he's going to fight for you no matter what. Talk to you next time.